Simplified Patriots, this is Gunnery Sergeant Bud Cornwell, United States Marine Corps, retired. I took a little time off to recoup and think about what's going on so that I can get information that is relevant to you and so you can get the truth instead of listening to what the media has to shove down your throat as it relates to what's happening. What we're going to talk about today is some pretty serious stuff. And I implore you to listen to the full podcast because you're going to get information that you're not going to get anywhere else as it relates to what's going on. So we need to make sure that you are prepared and understand what is actually happening as it relates to what I call the cock-a-doodle-doo coup. And for those of you that don't know, Semper Fi is short for Semper Fidelis. Semper Fidelis is the Marine Corps motto for always faithful. And that's very important, especially in today as it relates to always faithful. And what we're always faithful to is the Constitution of the United States and our country and its leaders. And we have to make sure that we understand as military and patriots in this country that we are faithful to the Constitution of the United States. With that said, again, we're going to talk about what I call confused military generals. And finally, last but not least, the Bonehead Awards. So pay attention. You may actually get something in that little brain housing group of yours. So lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it sacrifice for it we will not surrender for it now or ever in the united states the constitution is the rule of law it's that simple that's what the foundations of the country is built on and that's what we need to go back to when we have conflict in our country to understand what direction we go in. If we deviate from the Constitution and the law, it creates chaos, confusion, and it can actually destroy and bring down this great nation. I want to introduce an individual to you. His name is Colonel Richard H. Black. He's a retired Army General JAG officer. And what a JAG officer is, is a judge advocate general. He was in charge of the Army's legal team as it relates to enforcing the law in the military justice system and the law in the civilian based, again, upon the Constitution of the United States. So I don't want to spend a lot of time, again, running my mouth on all what's going on. So with further ado, let's listen to Colonel Black as he describes what's going on. I'm pleased to be with you today. Um, my topic is, do we risk a military coup? By way of background, let me just say that uh, I'm Colonel Richard H. Black, retired. I was a career judge advocate officer and former chief of the Army Criminal Law Division, Office of the Judge Advocate General at the Pentagon. 
Uh, I played a key role in deploying the 7th Infantry Division to quell the 1992 LA riots. Let me give you a little background to start with. The Insurrection Act is among the most fundamental of all federal laws. First enacted in 1807, it has been used repeatedly to carry out government's most elemental responsibility, that of ensuring domestic tranquility. The preamble to the Constitution lists the task of ensuring domestic tranquility among the five purposes for which the Constitution of the United States was created. Nothing is more vital than protecting the physical safety of Americans. Military officials are sworn to defend the nation against all enemies, foreign and domestic. On June the 4th, 2020, the prominent publication Foreign Policy published a morning brief entitled, Generals Denounce Trump's protest crackdown plan. The brief critiqued the president's uh, threat to invoke the Insurrection Act <clears throat> and subtly disparaged its relevance as a two-century-old law. But the law empowering the president to quell unrest using military force has been invoked 22 times since its first use in, in 1808. Presidents Thomas Jefferson, Andrew Jackson, Ulysses Grant, Rutherford Hayes, Grover Cleveland, Woodrow Wilson, Herbert Hoover, Franklin Roosevelt, Dwight Eisenhower, John Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, and George H.W. Bush have each invoked the Insurrection Act to do such things as stop riots, enforce desegregation orders, and military disturbances and to quell labor disputes. So what the colonel's describing here is the Insurrection Act, which has been used many times in this country. So it's not new. And of course the media wants to say, oh, this is all new, this this is crazy, you know, the president's nuts, he can't do this, just on and on and on. Well, I put it this way. If you get a new pair of shoes, let's say you get a pair of tennis shoes to replace your older tennis shoes and it's brand x well they're new shoes as it relates to brand x but they're still shoes yes they're still shoes it didn't change just like the constitution doesn't change the insurrection act doesn't change it's the same today tomorrow and from the beginning of the country so we have to understand the media and what they're trying to spin here and trying to say all of this is crazy because of the president and the administration. Absolutely not. So let's continue and listen to more of what Colonel Black has to say. Defense One, a military online publication, reported that two retired lieutenant colonels, John Nagel and Paul Yingling, have written an open letter to General Mark Milley, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, urging him to employ military force to remove the President of the United States if he does not leave office on January 20th, 2021. They wrote, uh, if Donald Trump refuses to leave office at the expiration of his constitutional term, the United States military 
must remove him by force, and you must give that order. Now, it should go without saying that it is impermissible for retired officers to urge a coup to overthrow the government of the United States. And since President Trump has never hinted that he would not follow the constitutional plan for succession of power, it is doubly disturbing that their call for military insurrection is based on fanciful conjecture about what the president might or might not do under various scenarios. The idea of a military takeover has been percolating for some time. As early as August 18, 2020, Defense One had published an article by Thomas Crosby entitled, Six Scenarios for Military Intervention After January 20th. After discussing the rather implausible scenarios, its author stated, coups are nasty things, and discussing them in the American context is deeply distasteful. Nevertheless, facing those scenarios may help us understand the real dynamics general and flag officers will be forced to navigate in the coming months. The author appears to suggest that the generals must begin to contemplate overthrowing the president on or after January 20th, 2021, if the situation warrants doing so. Like I stated in the beginning of the podcast, I'm going to give you information that you're not going to get from the mainstream media. Matter of fact, you got to dig for it because it's been hidden everywhere on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere. And go to Parler, you're going to get some truth, just so you know. But this is a great example. When he talks about Defense One, the Defense One network has been bought and now is owned by Atlantic. By the way, the Atlantic publication is the only place that the media can find where President is being attacked by the generals and what the particular generals are saying. I am a visual truth finder. And if I see a video or if I am in person and somebody is saying something, then I know that that person said it. Just because you read it in a publication that is run by multi-billionaires doesn't necessarily mean it's true. And this is a great example that Colonel Black is bringing up as it relates to one defense, better known as the Atlantic. And all of you probably know what's going on as it relates to the media using that one particular publication, you would kind of figure if this was true and a lot of this stuff was true, it would be all over the news and different places and different articles. But again, it's coming from the Atlantic. In this final clip, Colonel Black explains to us specifically the law, the Constitution, the Uniform Code of Military Justice and how it applies to military, both active duty and retired individuals that have served honorably, which they have, but however, you cannot get into the political world as it relates from what these generals are doing. And it's important that we understand exactly what's happening as it relates to what the generals feel is their obligation. What their obligation is, is to the Constitution of the United States, specifically the Insurrection Act needs to be applied. 
it's that simple and he's going to explain to us why the declarations of these military officials appear calculated to undermine the president's authority to quell domestic disturbances by suggesting that invoking the insurrection act is illicit and by downplaying widespread urban terror these officials have placed their imprimatur on the violent criminal behavior. Article 88 of the Uniform Code of Military Justice prohibits retired, retired officers from using contemptuous words against the President of the United States. It is difficult to justify legally many of these officers' comments. In some instances, the contemptuousness toward the president appears to violate criminal law. Taken together, the coordinated release of scathing remarks by senior officials, coupled with publication of a letter advocating a military coup, suggests a deep sickness within the Pentagon and within our constitutional structure. To my knowledge, neither the Secretary of Defense nor the service chiefs have taken action against the widely publicized talk of military insurrection. General Milley should refer the Colonel's letter to the legal counsel for the Joint Chiefs to determine whether its publication violates the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Beyond that, Secretary of Defense Mark Esper has an obligation to issue a grave warning against officers, both active and retired, who seek to overthrow the President of the United States using armed force. Those retired officers who have published contemptuous words against the President of the United States should be issued permanent letters of reprimand, cautioning, against criminal violations of Article 88 UCMJ. They should be reminded that Article 88 applies to retired officers and that the law was enacted because undermining the authority of the Commander-in-Chief presents a clear and present danger to the survival of our Republic. The Department of Defense must act resolutely to restore public confidence. Americans deserve assurance that our nation will not be overthrown by a military cabal. Patriots, Colonel Black is right on the money, right on the money as it relates to what is going on in our country. The bottom line is this, the Constitution and law supersedes everything. And I'm going to put my little two cents in here because my little two cents is pretty simple. For eight years under the President Obama administration, he has basically gutted the common sense of the military uh, generals and senior officers in our armed forces and put in place those people that I believe in my heart think that they're the ones in charge and they're the ones that makes the laws instead of the Constitution of the United States. So the bottom line is two things, Marxism 
and the failure of the military officers to understand the responsibility of the Constitution and their positions is what is at play. So let's move ahead and go right on into the Bonehead Award. And as we know, there's a lot of different movements, you might call them riots, uh, protests, things that are going on. And you could spend all day long looking at some of the weird and stupid things that people do. But I would have to say this Bonehead Award is perfect for this particular individual. And I'm going to go ahead and play the clip that will let us know exactly what this person did. Identified as an Antifa member, he is facing multiple charges in Brown County. According to the criminal complaint, 23-year-old Matthew Bonta has been charged with obstructing an officer and two counts of felony bail jumping. Bonta was found in a group of bat-wielding individuals creating an unlawful assembly. Not only was Bonta carrying a bat, but he was also carrying an Antifa flag, a propane tank, fireworks, smoke grenades, and rocks. Unbelievable. The first thing I want to tell you is this. Military people are trained to use these type of weapons. Flamethrowers, you know, smoke grenades, those kind of things. So to say that a civilian is going around in a supposedly peaceful protest and using these devices, absolutely a bonehead move. And finally, I want to add to that, which I didn't mention in here, but some of the articles that you read, when he was finally getting ready to be arrested, the young man fell on the ground and just started crying. He just started crying, which doesn't surprise me one bit because if you're not, if you don't have inside of you the training that is necessary to do the actions that he thought he was going to do, uh, it's going to overwhelm you, and that's exactly what happened. So with that said, I want to thank each and every one of you for listening to this podcast. I hope you got some information that you can use and think about as it relates to what's happening with this coup that supposedly is going to happen, which I personally believe it is not going to happen. There's too many people in this country and too many faithful government employees in the administration that is going to ensure that we do the right thing as it relates to what uh, this insurrection towards the president is. So I want us to, one, pray for our nation, pray for our people, all of them, every, everybody in the United States, because we need the Lord's prayer. We need his guidance and his love with all of us to help us correct what is going on in our country. And hopefully we can get to a point real soon with the election, get it over, get it passed, and get back to being Americans. With that said, remember, conventionofstates.com is an organization that's standing up a grassroots army to help us to control the federal government as it relates to budget and term limits and the size of the federal government. I highly suggest you check out the Convention of States if you haven't done so. Also, if you're a veteran, please go to vitalamerica.org. That's Veterans in Defense of Liberty vitalamerica.org and sign up and become a leader in your state so we can help to train and educate and teach the citizens of this nation the truth, the Constitution, and what their liberties and freedoms are based on. Because as we know, the education system in America has failed to do that. 
which I am trying my hardest, and so should you, to ensure that the Marxism and the communism is absolutely eradicated in this great country. So get off the couch, put away the bonbons, stand up, show up, and speak up. This is the Gunny out.